Aesthetics RX is an Australian-made vegan cosmeceutical brand with powerful formulations made from biotechnology and enriched with botanicals. And they make some of my all-time favourite skincare products. Their range of retail and professional clinic skincare is effective, safe and cruelty-free. The Aesthetics RX formulation charter bans the use of parabens, sulfates and any ingredients derived from or tested on animals. The hero products in the Aesthetics RX range are their highly concentrated serums, all of which are free from fragrances, artificial colours and essential oils for optimal skin safety and efficacy. The range is concise but not limited so that every face can be treated efficiently and effectively. We're talking potent formulations with the correct therapeutic dose of actives for professional results. You can find Aesthetics RX products in selected skin clinics, in silk laser clinics nationally, on Adore Beauty and online at aestheticsrx.com.au. And if you are shopping on aestheticsrx.com.au, use code GLOW20 at checkout to receive 20% off your order. Hello and welcome to the Glow Journal podcast, a conversation with the beautiful minds behind the world's biggest beauty brands. I'm your host, beauty writer Gemma Watts, and in this episode, I'm joined by the co-founders and co-owners of Spray Oz, Ellie Pearson and Emily Mackay. In 2014, both working full-time office jobs, Em and Ellie knew that solariums were set to close given increased awareness of the health repercussions of UV tanning. Determined to maintain the bronze glow they'd grown accustomed to year-round, they took a spray tanning course with little intention beyond tanning themselves and their friends. It was the very moment when their best friend Nadia Bartel, now a co-owner in the business alongside Em, Ellie and Beck Judd, posted about their mobile tanning to her hundreds of thousands of Instagram followers that Ellie and Em found themselves thrust into the world of business. They began receiving inquiries upon inquiries, often driving to and from tanning appointments before and after work and during their lunch breaks, purely to meet demand. They soon relocated their appointments to their own bathrooms and eventually quit their desk jobs to focus on their new business full-time. And so, Spray Oz was born. After a year or two of using formulas by other brands, Ellie and Em got in touch with a manufacturer to develop their own professional tanning solution. Today, the Spray Oz offering consists of professional tanning formulas, a home tanning range and accessories, three standalone studios with more on the way, and almost 12 months ago to the day, the brand was picked up by Mecca for distribution across Australia and New Zealand. In this conversation, Ellie and Emily share why it's important to trust your gut during the hiring process, how to determine whether or not your quote-unquote side hustle business model is sustainable enough to leave your job for, and the peaks and troughs of learning while physically in the deep end. Thank you. 
So you launched Spray Oz back in 2014, but I want to go back yeah. even further. What are your very, very earliest memories of beauty? <laughs> Where do we start? Do you want to start with that one? Um, <laughs> our houses in our bathrooms? <laughs> yeah, you mean beauty as in... Just, oh, oh, just You tell me, yeah. Because I've read it and I've thought yeah. about this a little bit more. <laughs> I... Um, I Beauty for me in the early, early stages was really watching my mum put makeup on. Mm -hmm. So um, she didn't really wear a lot of makeup, still doesn't. I'm not obsessed with makeup, but just um, lipstick, like watching her put on lipstick and go out for dinner was my kind of first introduction to beauty and makeup. And yeah, that was me. I think for me, it's kind of been more so what is easy. So. For me, growing up and everything, I've always sort of, like, I was a uh, flight attendant when I was a bit younger. Uh-huh. And, you know, so we were trained and groomed with, you know, skincare and um, how to put makeup on and all yeah. that kind of a thing. So just learning the basics and then, um, you know, coming back to Melbourne and rolling that into my, you know, everyday life. Yeah, um, yeah just just what's easy, what what looks good, basically. Yeah, so that, that was kind of me. I Is guess. that exhausting? Every time I look at a flight attendant, yeah. I, that level of, like, polish, I oh. can't imagine. Yes. The lip, the lip liner. It's more the red lipstick. Yeah. So, you know, you'd start a shift and you'd look immaculate, you know, at yeah. the start. And then five hours in, you've got <laughs> red almost up to your nose. So. Very on brand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what did each of you think that you might be when you grew up? Me, I, which is also beauty as well. I was obsessed with doing hair. So mm-hmm. I still do it now. I was looking after my nephew the other day and I was doing little braids in his I did hair. See it. <laughs> yeah, I loved doing, I loved hair. And I, um, that was my first job out of school. So I was so excited to work. Like I, even when I was 13, 14 was, you know, always wanted to work and make my own money. Um, so 14, nine months, I started working at a hairdresser's. And yeah, I really thought I was going that to do was, that. That was you. Yeah. <laughs> and then I realized it's a lot of, lot of work, a lot of hard work, which I still enjoy. But um, yeah, I kind of just, I dabbled in it and then wanted to, you know, go out and see some, see the world and try other things. But yeah, I thought I was going to be a hairdresser. I still still think I sort of can do it. You, you can't lucky lucky for us that you can do hair. Yeah. It's handy. Um, for me, so I grew up thinking that I was going to be a physio, oh, <laughs> which is so random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I finished school and was like, yep, really, really want to be a physio. Um, got into uni and about three to four months into uni, I just realised that you know like staring trying to learn bones and muscles and all that thing all that kind of thing I was like monkey clapping sort of things had no idea what was going on um so yeah it's funny you kind of think that you want to do something like that but then what you are actually actually naturally good at and where you yeah. where you, your gut kind of goes like for me I'm very much more a creative person now but I didn't know that back then so yeah. that probably would have been the world's worst physio that's yeah. for sure <laughs> no idea <laughs> it's interesting that neither yeah. of you had a background in business because look no. at you now. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. Was yeah. that kind just of learning? As you, yeah, I was about to <laughs> yeah. say, do you just we're do still, it as you go? We're, we're yeah. still learning. We yeah. learn as we go, as we go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we're we're quite lucky though. You know, having been thrown in the deep end from such an early yeah. early mm. stage, we never really created the business thinking it was going to be a business. Mm. Um, so yeah, having had to learn naturally um, the hard way, I guess, through mistakes and things like that, we've come out definitely stronger and uh, 
you know, all quite business-minded, I guess, mm-hmm. luckily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, luckily. <laughs> In some ways. <laughs> I would love to hear about what actually yeah. led to you launching the business. You've both been open in previous interviews about going to the solarium and then yeah. obviously realising the repercussions of that. <laughs> yeah. We didn't and know. Yeah. No one knew no. at the time. So then you switched to spray tanning, but yeah. then what happened next? Where did you go from there? So we... Um, we knew that there was go like solariums are going to close. We had yep. no, they were which kept, we were shattered about at the yeah. time. Now and looking back, it's like resting what were we thinking? Yeah. yeah, and they kept pushing back the date, and it's like oh another six months, another six months. And it's like no, this is the date they're closing. Uh, so we knew that date was approaching, yeah. and um, but we still knew we wanted to keep a natural tan. Yeah, uh, and Al and I, we'd kind of met through working together, so we'd <laughs> both always had like jobs on the side. Yeah, we'd done. <laughs> Or any we were, we were yeah. Jim Beam girls yeah, we were back Jim Beam in the day. Girls. <laughs> That's how we met. This is fun. <laughs> we were, I was like, do I say, do I not? <laughs> yeah, we were the cowgirls yeah, going around the yeah, pubs in the Melbourne. Even Ast- actually, it took us around Australia <laughs> Jim Beam days. Yeah, There's Absolutely. a bonus episode in this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they were the Breaking best. News. They were the best days. They were fun. We got to travel, work, yeah. and yeah, that was so fun. So yeah, so we both had full-time jobs. Yeah. Did promo on the side which I think a lot of girls our age do yeah. some sort of clubbing yeah. random stuff back in the day yeah um and yeah we just thought we'll do the course worst case scenario we know how to tan each other yeah. we just tan ourselves tan our friends that was kind of the intention at the start yeah. if we make some money great if not whatever whatever Bit of fun. it's just a skill yeah. to have on the side um yeah you want to keep going on that one Remind me what, what oh, was sorry. Again? <laughs> I was going to exactly what you've just said. I was going to yeah. ask when you, you know, learned how to tan, yeah. did you think that, oh, maybe this will be a business? But no. 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 It, w- it was, it happened so organically. Yeah. As Em said, you know, we, I'm pretty sure we were hungover when we went and did the tanning we course. definitely <laughs> were. We were hungover <laughs> and we were late. Yeah. And, and we had, it's come back around. We've had a lot of girls cancel on our courses <laughs> and come hungover. Like we know the feels. We yeah. know the feels. Um, yeah. But yeah, as Em said, we kind of came out of it and we're like look we'll um do a big practice session on all of our girlfriends so we had yeah. a big champagne night and um tanned everyone and you know it, this was back in the day when instagram was so so organic yeah, yeah. And, and yeah yeah and you know you wouldn't n- ever normally think to promote you know your tan or you know what you were kind of doing on the side to make yourself look good it was like oh i'm, I'm naturally I like this you know yeah. bullshit <laughs> um so yeah so that it all kind of kicked off because nards was you know she's she's our best friend yeah. and a business partner as well and she obviously had quite a big um social media following mm-hmm. back then well still does now and she put something up on Instagram, like, I think we tanned her and we'd done the worst tan in history. <laughs> but she was like, you know, my girls are tanning, blah, blah, blah. And next minute, it just yeah. kicked off. And we, I just remember Em and I, you know, we were both at our other jobs. I was in mm. media and Em was um, an EA. And we're trying to, like, we're trying to organise appointments oh back at our God. house and mobiles yeah, down just, in Dalesford before work. And it just naturally kind of... The definition of being thrown in the deep end. Yeah, 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 <laughs> we yeah for had, sure. Because yeah. our Instagram was really small. Well, it was literally just us following it, our friends, yeah. whatever. And then yeah. Nance just doing that one thing yeah. overnight turned it 
into a business, like turned it into, oh, these girls. Yeah. And she kind of just did it for us. Like she didn't really tell us. She just kind of did it and just we told went, people what we did, but we, we weren't like, prepared oh, we're, at we're all. business now. And I remember um, we got hit up in that first week after that happening, Rachel Finch. Oh, Fred my God. And we're going, I should we, don't, Maya, yeah. we don't even know what the hell we're doing, <laughs> but okay. So, yeah, once again, just thrown in the deep end. And, and winged it. Yeah. And, and, yeah, <laughs> like, that's the best way. What we're doing. So then, yeah, we had to hit up all of our sister's friends yeah. to get extra practice in yeah. so that we could actually start charging people. Because everyone was like, how much? Can you come here? Can you come there? And we are like, oh. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's an interesting thing for anyone starting yeah. a business. You've no idea what to charge people. Yeah, no, no idea. Yeah, no. Well, at, look, we were pretty guided once we did sort of realise that this is what we're going yeah. to be doing. We're like, oh, what's everyone else doing? And, yeah. Um, but I, I guess for us at the start, we didn't really want to charge too much. Much, sorry, because we're, we were like, we're not, we're not real. We're not the real <laughs> deal. <laughs> Wait till we're experts, yeah. and then we'll chat. But um, yeah. yeah, that's kind of yeah. where we were at then. So. Yeah. So you were organising all of the bookings and stuff while yeah. you were both still working full time. We what? had ten. Like I hope our old bosses aren't listening, but yeah, no, we my, were, my boss knew for sure. We were <laughs> online. Um, I was at work. I'd be at yeah. work. We actually back then. I'm just trying to think of what the document we was. Be, word, um, it was a word, word doc, doc, and we'd just be ping ponging it on our emails <laughs> with the updates. We just had a contact at Spray Oz yeah. email, and yeah. everyone was emailing us that. And yeah, yeah we were just. The yeah, just adding in appointments, adding in people's contact details, and yeah, unreal. At yeah. what point did you think, okay, we need to leave our jobs and do this full time? So I remember exactly when it yeah. was. I was driving home <laughs> from the Yarra Valley. So yeah. because we were making it out like we were these, you know, big tanners in Melbourne, big, big but we were secretly at work all day, and we were pushing everyone to before and after work. So yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty much we would go to work, work all day. I, I remember I ran, like I did a couple in my lunch break. I'd go oh out, do some God. mobile tans. Um, and yeah, we'd get home, work till about 11 o'clock at night, yeah. either on the road. On the road got too busy, so we had to then go to our houses, like work out of our bathrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was driving home from the Yarra Valley. I'd got up at like five, was going out to town, a bridal party at like 6.30, 7 a.m. in the morning about six girls come back come back oh got, go into the city go to work be online all day do my job and then know that i had to leave at like five one on the dot to get yeah. home because we're back to back till 11 o'clock at night yeah. and that's when i called al on the way back and i was just like imagine if we didn't have to push everyone to the side we could we'll actually just, yeah. have a you know a normal ish mm-hmm. day like i think yeah. the word is there. We, we had to actually say no to people we were we were booked out we'd yeah. have to kind of say no and you know, go Yarra Valley, like going yeah. to Yarra Valley um, before, yeah. before work. We're to like then Macca's, um, work oh, all day. Awesome. Muffin on the way down. And it was also like at work, we couldn't stay back for meetings. Yeah. We couldn't do anything yeah. because we had no. to get in the car yeah. and go straight home. So that yeah. was when I just said, look, one of us, something's got to give. We yeah. can't keep going at this rate. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. we'd probably been doing it for about three, three, three to six months. Three to six remember. months, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Of, Something like- of crazy, crazy hours. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess I was just a bit more, Yeah, I just yeah. we had one of us had to make the call. So yeah. I was the first to yeah. to quit. Yeah. Um, it was funny, you know, being in that situation as well. I, I we just kind of never foreseen our lives being spray tanners. So I guess yeah. like yeah. not that there is anything wrong with that at all, but yeah. I just, you know, I was in media and was an EA and we're kind of going, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> we're tanning." So yeah. I think that it was to get our heads around that, but then when we took yeah. the plunge, we've realized that there's so much more to the business like it's mm. not just tanning it's 
there's you know yeah. shops and products yeah. and marketing and a million different things yeah. so I think that was once we got our head around, around that um yeah that and I think I mean the reason why we even sort of did the course or even you know like we knew there was a gap in the market we knew once mm. Larians were closed Mel- we live in Melbourne yeah, like, yeah. it's not Sydney it's yeah. not Queensland yeah. we need tans all year round yeah um not only just to look good but you know being in the sun as well is also not yeah. great so um but we I just don't think we expected it to happen that fast yeah yeah so yeah yeah <clears throat> so that was one of the big turning points me mm. I quit yeah. and then you probably quit what three not six months later? Oh, I reckon two to three months yeah and Oh, I think the turning point for me was just you, you know, as you said. Then I got work. too busy. I'd quit yes. work and, and then, oh, then I would have booked out again yeah. and it was just crazy. I just remember coming home and I was living in South Yarra at the time and with two of my guy mates and <laughs> it was late one day. And so I we turned, so the tanning room was my bathroom or our bathroom yeah. and we turned the hallway into like a waiting room so oh there was like just yeah. and my guy because I was late my two guy mates are you know had all these girls like waiting in the hallway oh, and I yeah. just went what is going yeah. on here you know yeah. so oh I was God. like okay this can't we need to just be on yeah. top of it and actually greeting clients not having guy yeah. housemates yeah. do it would yeah. have yeah. Well, then, then, then yeah. 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 use the bathroom as well and we'd have to yeah, like, stop tanning let them uh, use the bathroom yeah Anyway, took over. back back in the day. Yeah, Oof, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, on taking the plunge because yeah, like I think it's so wise to wait until you are busy and you know, like okay, there is a yeah, business in definitely. this. What would your advice be to anyone that is kind of umming and ahhing about starting their business or turning their side hustle, if you will, into a fully fledged business? That's a really really good point because I feel like the way we've always operated and the way I think it's like, go for it. You know, if you want to do something and you're passionate about it, absolutely go for it. But there's, on the flip side, you need to be safe about things. And, you know, especially with these times, um, I know everyone says that, these times, but, you know, you you don't want to um, put all your eggs in one one basket Mm -hmm. if it's sort of, you haven't been safe about it. Just, you know, make the plan, start it. And if it's starting to go well, you know in your gut whether it's the right thing or not if it's not don't do it just wait till the timing's right yeah Yeah. i think you know looking at what we have now we didn't start with three stores opening another store products things like that no it was a struggle started doing mobiles and then quickly figured out you can only do about four mobiles in melbourne in a night um so then we thought okay we'll just start working from our home so then started working from our bathrooms and then the bathrooms (laughs) just got trashed and then like what's that um the TV show, Dexter's, Dexter, yeah. Dexter's Life. It's like Murder Massacre after every tan. Yeah. That's yep. what our bathrooms look like. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I can imagine. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like little steps along yeah. the way. Yeah. yeah. Bathrooms and then we're like, okay, we need to find a space because yeah. our bathrooms are getting trashed. We've got people in our lounge rooms. Mm-hmm. We kind of can't. Our roommates can't even get in and out of the house. Um, so, yeah, just taking small steps. Take small steps. steps. Yeah. More goals. Yeah. Yep. At what point did you find your first standalone space? How long into running things? Oh, I reckon a year. I would say a year, maybe. Yeah. yeah. God, that's that. quick. It was quick, yeah. but it was. We were quite lucky. Sorry to cut you off, Em. Yeah. We were lucky because you know, if you look around here, we've got our beautiful Richmond it's store. It's unbelievable. But we've got, we didn't start like this, as I said. Yeah. We, you know, our first. Um, was it was great. It was like a, gym, it was at a gym, gym, and yeah. it was just a little room, and then we mm. went to another space, which was actually now when I think back, I don't know how we had clients. It was so yeah. scary. Yeah. We had like a shower curtain um, up as you know the door. <laughs> yeah. It was just horrendous. Yeah. So we've kind of as as mm-hmm. 
um, you know, money's come in, we've spent it and we've upgraded yeah. as time's gone on. So, yeah. yeah, we were just lucky we didn't open a big shebang shop yeah. right at the start. I don't, it's I don't kind think of we could have. And I don't no. think tanning back then was is big what enough. it is now. Because yeah. yeah. we were still in that <laughs> early, early transition days of Slurian's finishing and tanning now being like yeah. what it is and where it's at. We were still in those early days where we'd yeah. meet women and they've never had a spray tan before yeah. or they've never right. used tanning products. And I feel like we were that good bridging gap and that's what we kind of set yeah. out to be for ourselves between transitioning from a solarium tan to mm. a spray tan or that still looks natural where you still yeah. look like you've just been at the beach for a week rather than you know fried for like a month <laughs> but yeah our first one was at grip they were actually yeah. our mates so we've kind of always you know through Watched like our to. networks our friends that have had hairdressers and mm-hmm. just yeah. our friends of friends that have had gyms and if they've got a spare room like we've just set up shop and yeah yeah mm. amazing yeah at what point did you start formulating your own tanning solution when did that come into play that's another funny yeah. story you know how you mentioned before about you remember the moment yeah for me i remember yeah. we were actually buying um solution from this website and we were buying so much of it because mm. obviously we weren't um, using our own at that point and our account manager um, Lisa, who's still our account manager yeah, now. Yeah. I remember we had a delivery that was running late and we had a bridal party. Anyway, it was a big mm. shamozzle and what were we going to do? And I think you had the conversation I with did, her. Yeah, I was calling to yeah. offload my stress of, <laughs> yeah. of like, being back to back and having no product. Yeah. And it was just classic case of courier, MIA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she was she also randomly picked up the phone so i called and said where i was from and she would normally not even be on those phones was on those phones and she was like i have been meaning to to reach out to you girls i see the volumes you're doing i see the products you're using have you ever thought of doing it yourself and i immediately Mm. said i was like well mad scientists over here yeah i was like of course but we (laughs) didn't even know where to start we were still like in the trenches of just dealing with appointments stuff like that but we knew we wanted to yeah we'd we'd had that conversation but we We just didn't even start yeah we don't know anything yeah Yeah. so then she got us in and um yeah it's, it's a process too. I mean, you know, you're like, okay, I, we want to do a, a product. Yeah. But, you know, that's just opens a whole nother can of worms. What products you like, what you don't like, what ingredients are good, what ingredients yeah. are, mm-hmm. are compatible with tanning and, mm-hmm. you're, oh, sorry, the tanning ingredient, DHA mm-hmm. and things like that. So it, it, it took us a very long time to launch our first product. Yeah. I would say nine, uh, nine to 12 months yeah. around. Yeah. But, you know, we're really, really particular with what, we like yeah. and the quality and things like that as well so we were mm. just never going to launch anything until we felt comfortable yeah. and happy with what what it was mm. and we're, we're really lucky we're still really really happy with it now i suppose yeah. as years go on you want to change things but we haven't even thought about that not an original no. no yeah no yeah talk me through that process a bit because yep. so you've been introduced to a manufacturer yeah but then i mean it's an entirely new skill set you obviously had like your no negotiables that you wanted from yes. the formula yeah what were those non-negotiables and then how did those conversations go because i've spoken to so many people yeah. who have said we don't want parabens we don't want this and yeah. then the manufacturers come back and said well it, you have to mm. and then there's a back and forth for six months just on that you go. Oh no! Um, yeah, a hundred percent. Frustrating yeah. time. <laughs> it's just yeah, as as we said, and we're actually going through um, the process at the moment um, for a product that's not rewards tanning but it's more so in your skin Ooh, area yeah. so it's it's a new sort of um realm for us because mm-hmm. we know tanning we know what we're doing mm-hmm. but you know 
going through all um, different brands that we like and viscosities and you yeah. know how, how things feel and look and smell that's what we want but yes once again oh well, that's got parabens and sulfates and this mm, and that yeah. in it and we're like oh shit that's not what we want mm. we want really beautiful good quality ingredients so mm. yeah it's just trying to find what you like but that is of good quality yeah i think as well um you know tanning has progressed like we're six years in now yeah, yeah. like everyone's kind of on the same playing level now in terms of mm-hmm. quality of ingredients and um, trying to eliminate as many nasties as possible um, but for us like in those early days there was no one really kind of doing it yeah, so yeah. I definitely um, love to see everyone catching up and everyone reformulating mm. and getting it to a standard that's kind of you know safer and I think as well with the transition of going from UV sun tanning you know we thought it was really important that we're not going from UV sun tanning to then putting on nasties onto your skin just to achieve a tan it's about okay you know we're trying to feel better um look after our health a lot more Mm -hmm. so that's where we were sort of yeah some non-negotiables on um you know the premium ingredients and yeah i mean there are some things that you know that our manufacturer push back and you know it like the organic versus natural and all that sort of yeah. in tanning as well. It can be, there are some things that are non-negotiable if you want a performing product. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we've been pretty open and honest about Absolutely. our ingredients list and what everything is. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I guess what it comes down to is we'll, we will only put our names to something that is of high quality and mm. ingredients and that's good for you. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. Bother otherwise. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that you know at that time no one was really doing like natural and mm, yeah. that was so far removed from tanning i feel like skincare was there makeup was on its way but yeah. certainly not tanning yeah. mm. whenever you do something that's so new there has to be a pretty big education piece that comes with it to mm. like get people on board yeah how did you physically get other salons to stock your product i would have felt like a Avon sales lady going around like here this is us yeah (laughs) um look this one it's still like a bit of a work in progress and we sort of you know go back and forth a little bit because you know when we've created our own product and we're training people we're kind of been creating competitors because you know we have a store here and then have someone down the road um but I think it's also about us aligning ourselves with the right fit yeah. Um, you know, we, you know, people can buy direct from us, mm-hmm. um, but we also are a little bit picky ourselves in where we want to see ourselves. We ultimately want to take over Australia. We want to have studios no, the world. in every kind of the world. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to take on Australia, the world, thanks to COVID, has yeah. been part. But yeah. for now, so nice for now. <laughs> yeah, for now, Australia, you know, we've got three studios in Melbourne. We're about to open another one. We were supposed to be going to Perth tomorrow yep. to look for locations. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, um, we really just want to ultimately have salon in every state um, and then be, you know, stocked in selected few that kind of align with us. Yeah. I think just on what you just said, Gem, that's a really good question as well. I feel like people have bought into us, well, not bought into us, but really like the brand, not just for our, like, the product and yeah. the ingredients it's everything else i mean we're a women-run company that mm. you know there's four yeah. of us we're really good mm. friends mm. or yeah. best friends um and you know we do a lot of other cool stuff that doesn't necessarily mean product related like we do mm. really beautiful events we do really yeah. cool um, shoots and we do things that 
you know, we're, we're almost like a lifestyle brand, mm. yes. if that makes sense. And that, that's what I'm saying, you know, 20% or 50, 30%, sorry, <laughs> jump from 20 to 50. 20 to 30% is tanning, but then ev- there's everything else that comes yeah. with it. So yeah. I think that that's a really important thing to note yeah. as to why people do support us. and Which I think yeah. was a key part yeah. in our mecca. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, in that relationship, I yeah. think definitely they you know love to support australian brands made and being um female owned and led um is also pretty important because it's can be it's crazy like the beauty industry there's still a lot of guys running the show it's very male dominated big time and even just tanning so yeah yeah it's intimidating really yeah i agree (laughs) yeah yeah so I definitely think that plays a big part, yeah. yeah. You've given me a perfect segue because I wanted to ask, there is obviously four of you, you've mentioned Mm -hmm. Nadia, but also Beck Judd. Yes. They, of course, were instrumental in growing the brand on social. 100%. Completely agree about it being a lifestyle lifestyle brand. There's so many like moving parts that all kind of come together to make it what it is. When did you officially bring Beck and Nadia into the fold and what did that do for the business? Look, it happened um, very close to one another. Um, as I mentioned, when we very first started, Nadia was instrumental to kicking us off, basically. She's so the best. She's yeah. the best. And, you know, being, as I said, one of our best mates, yeah. um, you know, she's always there to support us, would do anything at the drop of her hat for us. So it just kind of came around very naturally. When we um, wanted to do our very first campaign, if you want to call it, this was within the first year. Yeah. Um, we flew up to Bondi and shot with Jen Stenglein, who's is incredible. Yes. And, um, you know, Nards was our model. And it was kind of after that point we went, well, we're not really paying you all that much at all, yeah. <laughs> except for free tans. And yeah. we just, we felt like she was really invested in the brand and wanted yeah. her a part of it. She had great impact with so many different things so she was first to jump on board Mm -hmm. and we just said you know just come whatever you want to do we'll do all the groundwork all the Mm -hmm. running around and the coordinating if Mm -hmm. you can just help us sort of promote the brand that would be your role and then Beck was not long after. I, to mm. be honest, I can't exactly remember. It was, it was just a similar situation. Mm. She was helping support us. It was not long us. after because Naz was telling her about it. Yeah. And we had already been tanning the girls nonstop since day yeah. one. Yeah, so exactly. they were yeah. already, you know, invested as mates and had already yeah. been promoting us. Um, but then, of course, they don't kind of just promote anything and everything. They yes. Yes. Their due yeah, they're they very particular. Whatever they're putting their name to, that they, um, you know, that they are about it, or yeah. they've done a bit of research, and that's yeah. when Nas was telling Beck about it. And then, um, you know, we'd been tanning her, and it was actually the right timing because it was just before we'd even launched our first pro, and that's when we got the girls on board um, when we were testing the product, uh-huh. and we're in our final final stages. So we'd kind of got it to a point where we we're happy to sign off, and we'd been using the product on the girls anyway. So yeah. they were just like. I'm obsessed with this. What is like, you know, Amazing. we need to get on board. Um, and then, yeah, they've been involved ever since. Yeah. I remember that first shoot with Nadia, and I remember watching that as a consumer. And I'm so glad you've said that. Oh, that's I remember it. Like, yeah. 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 I remember so it so vividly yeah. because I'd never, ha- like, I loved tanning, yeah. but I had never felt like this will sound like such a wank, but like <laughs> a connection to a brand no, before. Yeah. Because then when you see someone, that you know yeah and then she's talking about the product yeah. and she's yeah. in all these beautiful photos you're like yeah. oh okay oh, i get it now yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah definitely watching that i yes. feel like mm. that's when everything kind of took off i don't mm. know if that's the case or not but i guess with going through a period of 
quick and crazy growth would probably present a few challenges mm. as in terms of like the stock levels and staff. Oh, my God. oh it's still, honestly, yeah. to yeah, this how do day. You cope? I think it was even back then, I'm just thinking <sighs> then, it wasn't tanning. No one would even tag tan back then. Like if I yeah, think okay. of that shoot, that kind of kicked off when people but, would even but, go like, to an promote, event, promote it. They'd kind of, yeah, yeah. go to a... Go to a thing, and I think yeah. Sorry, I know we're backtracking, but no. I just remember that pretty much from when Nard started doing it, and Beck, everyone started tagging yeah. their tanner, which yeah. before it was just hair and makeup, and that's yeah. It. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, definitely we got so much. Yeah, well, the, the problem. <laughs> that's one thing that you know we've had the business for on our seventh year now. We will never stop learning in terms of growth. Like I feel like yeah. we've grown from each year. We've grown, we've grown, we've grown, we've mm-hmm. grown, and that presents so many challenges mm. and issues like it's great but yeah there's stock management that's still a thing yeah. still now a thing, you yeah. know like and taking on really big retailers is another thing because yeah. you have your systems and processes it's, yeah. And, yeah it's 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 a it's a lot of management but you but know. going back to starting small so we started it was it still is a very small like family still feel like it's a yeah. family but we started with our family like our sisters helped yeah. out yeah our friends helped out and that then had some challenges because my yeah. friends are calling in sick because we've all been to the same I think party. It was a bit awkward. Yeah, okay. My sister quit literally every shift. She was yeah, like, she was I'm like, done. This is too hard. I'm done. Too much I can't deal with it. I'm doing too many tans. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. See you tomorrow. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember we, um, I remember we had to put on labels on the bottles ourselves yes. because the labels had oh come too late, but the production had yeah. already happened. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. remember when we were at our Port Melbourne office having to you'd hold the bottle and spin it around and we'd try and line it up and not get any air bubbles in it that like when you fun. do your record book at school with the that's exactly yeah, what yeah. i was thinking yeah. Yeah. so we have yeah we've done it, it, we've done it all we're jack of 600 trades that's for <laughs> <Yeah>. sure <laughs> <laughs> while we're on growth hiring is obviously yeah. something mm. that comes hand in hand with that yeah i have a couple of questions on this yeah. as i know that it's something that myself included so many people find so scary mm. the first question is how did you know it was time to expand your team beyond just relatives <laughs> um i thought as we said you know sisters and friends are, are amazing and yeah. so so helpful and they've we've the still got sisters and friends of like we've got school friends that are working with us now yeah. which is amazing. amazing yeah but i think it gets to a point where you know what we've learned at the start em and i were trying to do everything so you know you're trying to cover marketing accounts and yeah. all the different things mm. which we didn't know what we, what our strengths and weaknesses were at that point mm-hmm. but now uh, you know as time goes on you really learn what you're good at but yeah. then it doesn't matter even if you are doing those things um there's still other things that that you're not necessarily doing well you know between the both of us so we were like mm-hmm. all right we need to get people in that are experts you know at that field that can really help us because we can't do it all you can't expect you at the start you beat yourself up about not being good at something but not everyone is good at everything it's impossible so you know it's that i think you know that was probably the turning point where we're like we we need help (laughs) and also our hours our hours were crazy crazy crazy, crazy, and we couldn't focus on growth because we were catching our tail all the time yeah and we were you know tanning in the studios during the day tanning at night and then trying to grow and do you know your admin your accounting all that sort of stuff Mm. and it was just yeah we had to split up the focus and I think having friends and family work for us as well then you know they would just not be available or we really needed to separate that and have girls that 
the uni students have been like the girls doing uni that have been really good because they're studying mm-hmm. but they want the work because yeah. everyone it was kind of their second job and when it's someone's second job mm. they'll just drop it really quickly yeah so that was our changing point of like us friends and family and then just hiring externally yeah. but still through friends of friends like yeah. we've mm-hmm. used yeah it, instagram is probably the best um tool. tool to kind of find staff and things like that because you can sort of you know know someone that knows someone that yeah. can vouch for that person and um yeah and then girls have bought on their other friends because friends like working together which is kind of like us in yeah. our beam days we kind of all <laughs> like told our boss to yeah. hire all of our friends so yeah, then we just amazing. had like a big group yeah on that note you've given me another perfect segue given that it's it's your brand so it's you being represented with given that you have a few locations now how do you know that you've got the right people representing you like is it just is it gut again how do you know you've got the right team gut's a big thing the way that we operate uh, i feel yeah Yeah. and it's not to say we don't still face our challenges oh like absolutely we still don't have it (laughs) kind of figured out we are still we still run into issues but yeah trust Trust, and gut Mm -hmm. especially because the girls will be working on their own yeah um yeah and have you know all the girls have keys to our shops and open yeah. up close that close up yeah i feel like we're both very face to value people in terms of i feel like i can almost judge someone from a handshake yeah okay that yeah well, and I, that's not to say i've always been right in the past mm. but i don't know with the girls that have worked for us straight away within that first yeah intuition minutes, is a very powerful thing intuition is so important mm. so yeah i i feel like we've been confident in that way and yeah we, we've been really lucky over the years we've haven't had staff wise we've, yeah. been, we've been exceptionally yeah. lucky yeah. yeah i think as well when you're you know in customer service like yeah. the girls yeah. have to be warm they have to be approachable yeah. they're you know people are going in here they're getting new they're stripping down so you yeah. really have to have someone that makes yeah. them feel comfortable mm. um you know is educated can kind of give them tips and can kind of just say things in a nice way yeah. um, is really important you kind of need to be nice and care <laughs> like a caring person yeah. that's such a good point because i think i'm just so used to it now that i like don't think about that part of it but if people had have not tanned before mm-hmm. that's so intimidating yeah. so yeah. if you've got someone that's like closed off yeah nightmare and we have that such that wide you know reach that we do still have brides coming in they've never had a spray tan and they're getting married on a saturday yeah. so we've got to have girls that <laughs> yeah. can handle that not that it's a crazy situation but you've got to you know be experienced and yeah. you know be yeah and we have a lot of older women yeah. just all just types bag. Of, yeah yeah mixed bag yeah let's talk about the home range because it's unbelievable (laughs) when did you decide that you needed to launch products that people could take home with them when they kept complaining to us saying (laughs) we need it where where is the moose i'm going on holidays to europe for five weeks i need something but i don't want to go down the shop and buy something i need what you're putting on me now yeah um that was what started the home range yeah after everyone hustling us, we were yeah. okay. Yeah. We, which we were lucky as well because having, with our first product and having our formula created, it mm-hmm. was definitely a lot easier after doing it. That, yeah, after doing mm-hmm. it that first time around because when you do create a mousse or a you know a, um, mist or something yeah. like that, it, it is your formula. You just are trying to, sorry, kind of changing the consistency and adding mm-hmm. in an extra yeah. couple of things. So yeah. it was definitely an easier process for us. Yeah. That product development process, how does that work for you? Is that people saying, we want this next, 
can we have this can we have this or are you constantly thinking about what you're going to launch next bit of both yeah it's a combination Mm -hmm. and it's also yeah i mean we can look at our product range and say that we use all of those products in our day-to-day life so you know our whilst our product it's like it's not huge there are people out there have got a huge range but we don't want to really want to just bring out a product yeah. just for the yeah um so we're really about staples what do we staples. need what are we yeah. trying like what we need finding next. missing yeah. in our routine yeah. at home and what how can we and i think you know having having the stores as well like we have both focuses like yep. maybe mm-hmm. some people that just have products they're constantly trying to bring out the next new thing whereas we're trying to expand around shows so we're trying to focus on yep our standalone stores and then products as well so they kind of get both of our attention yeah yeah God, it's a lot yeah <laughs> on i mean taking over australia and then the world yeah <laughs> almost exactly a year ago you launched into mecca which yeah. is huge yeah how did being picked up by such a big player in the beauty space change things dream it was yeah. a, it was a dream of ours i think safe to say for em and i you know it, from the get-go from when we um created our products it was always a you know organic growth in terms of okay we're selling it ourselves but where do we want to be and, yeah. and we've had meetings with numerous um retailers but no one kind of felt right and we just always knew that someone of the caliber of mecca was always gonna that's where we resonated and that's where we wanted to be so mm. we were so, we, even now it's just i can't believe it we're so lucky yeah and we we were just really unlucky with the timing i think we launched the month that COVID hit yeah (laughs) well when i was doing my digging april last year yeah Yeah. happy lockdown i know thanks happy days so So, yeah we still haven't had our proper event event. (laughs) it's coming yeah excellent (laughs) yeah yeah we're waiting yeah waiting for that so but regardless that for us at least that was one good thing that you know, it was so devastating with COVID and, yeah. you know, one minute we've got all of our shops and everything and then it's like, you guys are shut indefinitely. Yeah. So, you know, we had nine months of downtime basically mm. um, of being closed. So having something like that at the start was really, you know, we felt so yeah. proud and at least inspired and made us focus on our product side of things a little bit more. I think as well, like we, it was something we probably wanted as soon as we did do a home range yeah. that's where yeah, we yeah, wanted yeah. to be yes. and then you know we're meeting with other retailers and things like that and nothing ever felt right yeah like sometimes yeah. you kind of feel like you've got to do something just to just do something because. because everyone else is or there's yeah. other um, brands popping yeah. up and we're like oh what if they beat us to it yeah but we actually did just be patient yeah. and sometimes you just got to wait for the right time and yeah it just worked out really nicely so worth the wait yeah We've touched on COVID. I think we do need to talk about it, even though it's like the most obvious thing. Because, I mean, the beauty industry, there were very few industries hit harder. Yeah. How did you cope both as a business, but also emotionally? Like this is, Mm. this is your baby to then Mm. be told, okay, that's see you in nine months. In fact, not even see you in nine months. See you in two weeks. And then we're back. Actually, no one knows. Yeah. (laughs) It was a roller coaster a roller coaster and even yeah. now we're feeling the effects as we said you know we're supposed to be doing our campaign in Perth and leaving yeah. tomorrow so I, I I know we were really lucky that we had each other to support yeah. but it, we definitely both had our ups and downs and you know you'd have one a good couple of days and you'd feel motivated and you do this and you do that mm. and then you'd crash and burn after yeah. that mm. it's just for me personally it was more the unknown and spending all this time trying to do things and you feel like you have to work to do this but then mm. yeah. you're working towards nothing because then you shut mm. so yeah. Yeah. i think it was working as well and having to be financially so conscious of so many oh, things yeah. but yet 
we feel like we have to be doing things, but then everything has a price tag on the end of it. And we had to do some really challenging, like confronting conversations with staff, with our landlords, with things like that, like things that we've never had to. And it was a bit of a, you know, Mexican standoff. Like, you know, they didn't want to budge. We couldn't budge. It was really, um, that was an experience, which I think we've actually taken away some good negotiating skills, which we didn't have before because we were always too scared. But now we're like, no, this is it. (laughs) Take it or leave it. Um, But yeah, we are really lucky that we're still here and that we actually had each other because, and I think that's what's kind of been nice in the business. Like when one of us is on or like, you know, we can kind of just ping pong off each other Mm. and Mm. get get it done. Whatever needs to be done, one of us will make sure it's done. So you're in year seven now of running the business. That's crazy. Over the last seven years, what have been some of the biggest changes that you've seen within the beauty industry? That's a good question. (sighs) Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like Sorry, I feel like no, I keep jumping in no, all the time. Fine, <laughs> I always okay. talk over the top of it. <laughs> um, I feel like so many brands popping up that so, are yeah. carving copies of one another, which, yeah. you know, we mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. It's like one minute you're the only, you're the clear winner in, the, in that sort of area mm. and then all of a sudden there's 20 other brands that are literally doing the exact same thing that mm. you you are doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that I find, yeah, that that's probably the hardest thing is it's, it's yeah. so saturated and that goes across skincare, it goes across yeah. every, every yeah. single element of beauty at the moment yeah so yeah anyway, you may speak now nah, <laughs> i'm the same like yeah. honestly there's been so many tanning companies pop yeah. by pop up yeah um and you know i i still think we i'm still proud to say that you know we do believe in like natural looking tan so there's yeah. are a lot popping up but um is everyone about natural looking tans where you still stay true to what you would look like if you're on holidays maybe not um, but but I do like to see in the in the beauty industry, you know, diversity and seeing different body types and mm. um, different people of different backgrounds and things like that. Like that's definitely one positive that I've seen in the industry that I really yeah. like to see. Um, I think last year was a really good booster for all that stuff yeah, to happen. A um, wake up call across the board. I yeah, think. and I love seeing it still be consistent across you know big brands and little brands just everyone being Mm. a bit more conscious of that i think another change as well from when we first started is you know social media is such a big thing and when we first started everything was about organic promotion in terms of if you liked something you would tag it or Mm. you would promote it now it's like who's got more budget to pay for someone to not take a lid off properly and put it on their skin you know what i mean so we know how i feel about the lids not being (laughs) well so that that's another challenging thing for us that we've kind of as i said at the start people would naturally promote us but now mm. you know unless you're paying people ten thousand dollars for an instagram post and they don't even really Jesus. know <laughs> about your product that well mm. that that for me has been a bit of a challenge yeah. um just because yeah there's so many big players in that in that field so mm. that's mm. been a big change i think and we've kind of been lucky in the fact that we have provided the service so yeah. because we have mm. yeah you know done not that there's many events now but in our early days we yeah. were literally running around tanning everyone and anyone at all crazy Mm. hours so when we did launch um our products and when we do do things today girls will will, people will still like you know help us out here and there because Mm -hmm. we have gone to them 11 o'clock at night and tan them or we've gone at 6 a.m like you know we have bent over backwards for a lot of people so 
I think if you do the right put thing. in the hard work, yeah. do the right thing by people, it does come back around in circles. Yeah. So we've mm. been lucky in that mm. way. True. But yeah, you're right there. People just throwing out crazy amounts mm. of cash with brands that Which have been around for five that, minutes. That, nothing yeah. wrong with that, but it's just... It's hard. Yeah. 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 I have yeah. a lot of thoughts on that. Yeah. <laughs> what changes do you think we can expect to see from the industry over the next couple of years? It's um, a good question. Mm. I don't know. It's I've, very. It's, it's COVID has made me like not try and think too yeah. far into the future because this used to be such an easy question I for know, people, yes. and now it's like, hmm, yeah, maybe you leaving our houses. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of crazes that people jump on you know yeah. like i know it's like korean beauty was such a, a big yeah. thing with you know um those sort of skincare products and i was listening to a really amazing um podcast um tatcha yeah you? yeah that's so incredible but you know i feel i feel like she was one of the big plays in that kind of mm-hmm. field and now a million people have jumped on that mm-hmm. so i wonder what the next thing is is it you know what's the next big yeah. product not product sorry ingredient that everyone's losing it over and then yeah. 50 million other brands use that um ingredient to mm. make their products is it something like that i don't know mm. not sure mm. yeah can you answer that for us no. yeah can you we tell see. <laughs> as soon as i figure it out yeah, i'll let, let you know, know. <laughs> my final question yeah. what is next for spray oz oh next we have some new products in the works yes um i'll briefly mentioned yeah we've got some non-tanning products but we'll still be good for tanning yeah I don't know if we're gonna say but did you say before no i didn't but oh, we yeah. can i feel um, like no 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 let's say? keep some secrets right. we just we'll tell you about our new store mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah we have a new location in brighton bay street brighton amazing yes. yeah so, so excited for that yeah. yeah that's kind of just yeah again sometimes things just happen with us when we're not really planning oh this was three weeks ago yeah we, oh all right let's hope we were, right. lunch. Bang. we're yeah. at the pub we saw this space <laughs> and it was let's perfect. go yeah and just sort amazing. of amazing yeah, yeah that's happened but yeah we were supposed to be going to perth tomorrow to shoot yes. The campaign and to um, look at some locations because we know mm-hmm. we have a big following in Perth. Um, yeah. Bex from Perth and just in general over there, they've um, been asking for stuff from us. So yeah, as soon as we can get there, we will. Um, and then yeah, products. We've got a few more yeah. scheduled for the rest of the mm-hmm. year. So yeah, watch this space. Yeah, we're also um, updating some things behind the scenes. You're we're rebranding. Doing, yeah, we're actually yeah. rebranding. No so. more splatter on spray Oz. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, um, it's going. <laughs> it was a big call we had yeah. to make. Our logo that we made over a bottle of red wine yeah, yeah. with one of our girlfriends when yeah. we did the, um, the spray, the spray splatter, yeah. over the spray. Uh, we've decided we've outgrown it and mm-hmm. we need to... It's a, it's a sad... It, it is sad, sad moment, but also it's got to go. <laughs> yeah, it's got to go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're rebranding. We have some products, yep. some new locations. Um, it's going to be a busy winter yeah. for us. That was Ellie Pearson and Emily Mackay, co-founders of Spray Oz, which you can find on Instagram at Spray Oz. To read this interview, you can visit glowjournal.com. And for more beauty news, you can find me on Instagram at jemkwatts or at glow.journal. If you liked this episode, please do not forget to subscribe, rate, review and share so other beauty and business lovers can find us. I'm Gemma Watts. You've been listening to the Glow Journal podcast and thank you for joining me.